Welcome to Creeped Out. Okay, so next day, straight up immediately recording a new episode. This one is going to be longer because um, if you noticed by the title, this title is called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Um, most of my stories, like all of them except the creepy hostas in episode one are completely original, um, fictional. Some of them are true. Not saying which ones. Um, but today I just was having writer's block, so I decided to read some of the books from my absolute favorite series, uh, Scary Stories uh, to Tell in the Dark. Now, I have all three of the books, and I'm not going to read all of them, like every cover to cover, but I will be reading some of my favorite stories from the books. So, um, yeah, these are good stories. Um, you might have heard of some of them before, but anyway, we are back. Okay, welcome back to Creeped Out. Um, our first scary story to tell in the dark. I'm just going to say scary story to make it short. Um, it's called The Drum. Once there were two sisters. Dolores was seven and Sandra was five. They lived in a small house in the country with their mother and their baby brother, Arthur. Their father was a seaman and he was away on a long voyage. One day, Dolores and Sandra went running across a field next to their house where they met a gypsy girl playing a drum. Her family was camping in the field for a few days. As the girl played, a little mechanical man and woman came out of the drum and danced. Dolores and Sandra had never seen such a drum, and they begged the girl to give it to them. She looked at them and laughed. I will only give it to you, she said, but only if you are really bad. Come back tomorrow and tell me how bad you are, and I will see. As soon as the two sisters got home, they started shouting, which was against the rules in their house. Then they wrote all over their walls with their crayons. At supper, they spilled their food, and when it was time for bed, they wouldn't go. They did everything they could think of to upset their mother. They were really bad. Early the next morning, they hurried off to find the gypsy girl. We were really bad yesterday, they told her, so please give us the drum. But when they told her what they had done, the gypsy girl laughed. Oh, you must be must, much worse than that if I, am, if I am to give you that drum, she said. As soon as Dolores and Sandra got home, they pulled up all the flowers in the garden. They let the pig out and chased it away. They tore their clothes. They sloshed in the mud. They were a lot worse than the day before. If you do not stop, their mother said. I will go away and take Arthur with me, and you will get a new mother with glass eyes and wooden tail. That scaled Dolores and Sandra. They loved their mother, and they loved Arthur. They could not imagine being without him, and they began to cry. I don't want to leave you, their mother said, but unless you change your behavior, I will have to leave you. We'll be good, the girls promised, yet they did not really believe that their mother would go away. She's just trying to scare us, Dolores said later. We will get the drum tomorrow, said Sandra. Then we will be good again. Early the next morning, they rushed off to find the gypsy girl. When they found her, she was playing the drum again, and the little man and woman were dancing. They told the gypsy girl how bad they had been the day before. That must have be bad enough to get the drum, they said. Oh, no, said the gypsy girl. You must be much worse than that.
But we promised our mother to be good from now on, said the girls. If you really want the drum, said the gypsy girl, you must be much worse. It's only for one more day, Dolores told Sandra. Then we will have the drum. I hope you're right, Sandra said. As soon as they got home, they beat the dog with a stick, they broke the dishes, they tore their clothes to pieces, and they spanked their baby brother, Arthur. Their mother began to cry. You are not keeping your promise, she said. We will be good, said Dolores. We promise, said Sandra. I cannot wait much longer, said their mother. Please try. Early the next morning, before their mother was awake, Dolores and Sandra ran to see the gypsy girl. They told her all about the bad things that they had done the day before. We were horrid, said Sandra. We were worse than, the, than we have ever been, said Dolores. Can we have the drum now, please? No, said the gypsy girl. I never meant to give it to you. I thought it was just a game we were playing. I thought you knew that. Dolores and Sandra began to cry. They rushed home as quickly as they could, but their mother and Arthur were gone. They're out shopping, said Dolores. They'll be back soon. But they were still not back when it came time for lunch. Dolores and Sandra felt lonely and scared. They wandered through the fields the rest of the day. Maybe they will be home when we get back, said Dolores. When they got home, they saw through the window that the lamps were lit, and there was a fire in the fireplace. But they did not see their mother and Arthur. Instead, there was their new mother, her glass eyes glistening and her wooden tail thumping on the floor. Man, I love that story so much. I cannot tell you how many times I've retold that exactly the way it was um, uh, to my friends and family. It's just so insane. Um, it's, I love the twist at the end. Um, oh, that's my dog. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, anyway, um, I love how it ends. It's just a really chilling story. Um, I mean, it's a good story to tell your kids. I mean, tell your kids that they're, that if they're bad, <laughs> give them a mother with freaking glass eyes and a wooden, it doesn't even make sense. What the heck, why a wooden tail? I don't know. Anyway, I'm getting off topic here. Anyway, be right back to tell you the next story. Okay, our next story from the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark books are is Sam's new pet. Sam stayed with his grandmother when his parents went to Mexico for their vacation. We are going to bring you back something nice, his mother told him. It will be a surprise. Before they came home, Sam's parents looked for something Sam would like. All they could find was a beautiful sombrero. It cost too much. But that afternoon, while they were eating their lunch in a park, they decided to buy the sombrero after all. Sam's father threw what was left of their sandwiches to some stray dogs, and they walked back to the marketplace. One of the animals followed them. It was a small, gray creature with short hair, short legs, and a long tail. Wherever they went, it, whatever they went, it went. Isn't he cute? Sam's mother said. He must be one of those Mexican hairless dogs. Sam would love him. He's probably somebody's pet, Sam's father said. They asked several people if they knew who its owners were, but no one did. They just smiled and shrugged their shoulders. Finally, Sam's mother said, Maybe he's just a stray. Let's take him home with us. We can give him a good home and Sam will love him. It is against the law to take a pet across the border, but Sam's parents hid the animal in a box and no one saw it. When they got home, they showed it to Sam. He's a pretty small dog, said Sam. He's a Mexican dog, his father said. 
I'm not sure what kind. I think it's called a Mexican hairless. We'll find out. But he's nice, isn't he? They gave the new pet some dog food. Then they washed it and brushed it and combed its fur. That night it slept on Sam's bed. When Sam awakened the next morning, his pet was still there. Mother, he called. The dog has a cold. The animal's eyes was running and there was something white around his mouth. Later that morning, Sam's mother took it to a veterinarian. Where did you get him? The vet asked. In Mexico, she said. We think he's a Mexican hairless. I was going to ask you about that. He's not a hairless, the vet said. He's not even a dog. He's a sewer rat and he has rabies. Okay, <laughs> gosh. I. These are my two favorite scary stories um, from this collection. They're so amazingly told. I love their twists and craziness, absolute insanity. <laughs> They're really cool. Anyway, um, yeah, just like talking in between stories because it just adds some filler. I don't know. Anyway, bye. Welcome back. Um, this next story is another one of my favorites. These are all my favorites. Um, this one is called High Beams. It is in this story, but um, it's also in a very popular urban legend. Enjoy. High Beams. The girl driving the old blue sedan was a, senior, was a senior at the high school. She lived on a farm about eight miles away and used the car to drive back and forth. She had driven into town that night to see a basketball game. Now she was on her way home. As she pulled away from the school, she noticed a red pickup truck following her out of the par parking lot. A few minutes later, the truck was still behind her. I guess we're going in the same direction, she thought. She began to watch the truck in her mirror. When she changed her speed, the driver of the truck changed his speed. When she passed a car, so did he. Then he turned on his high beams, flooding her car with light. He left them on for almost a minute. He probably wants to pass me, she thought, but she was becoming uneasy. Usually she drove home over a back road. Not too many people went that way. But when she turned onto that road, so did the truck. I've got to get away with from him, she thought, and she began to drive faster. Then he turned his high beams on again. After a minute, he turned them off. Then he turned them on again and off again. She drove even faster, but the truck driver stayed right behind her. Then he turned his high beams on again. Once more, the car was ablaze with light. What is he doing? She wondered. What does he want? Then he turned them off again. But a minute later, he had them on again, and he left them on. At last, she pulled into a driveway, and the truck pulled in right behind her. She jumped from the car and ran to the house. Call the police, she screamed at her father. Out in the driveway, she could see the driver of the truck. He had a gun in his hand. When the police arrived, they started to arrest him, but he pointed to the girl's car. You don't want me, he said. You want him. Crouched behind the driver's seat, there was a man with a, life, with a knife. As the driver of the truck explained it, the man slipped into the girl's car just before she left the school. He saw it happen, but there was no way he could stop it. He thought about getting the police, but he was afraid to leave her, so he followed her car. Each time the man in the back seat reached up to overpower her, the driver of the truck turned on his high beams. The man dropped down, afraid that someone might see him. Okay, um, our next story is... Another one of my favorites. I'm just going to stop saying that. It is called The Babysitter. Enjoy. It was 9 o'clock in the evening. 
Everybody was sitting on the couch in front of the TV. There was Richard, Brian, Jenny, and Doreen, the babysitter. The telephone rang. Maybe it's your mother, said Doreen. She picked up the phone, but before she could say a word, a man laughed hysterically and hung up. Who was it? asked Richard. Some nut, said Doreen. What did I miss? At 9.30, the telephone rang again. Doreen answered it. It was the man who had called before. I'll be there soon, he said and as he laughed and hung up. Who was it? the children asked. Some crazy person, she said. About ten o'clock, the telephone rang again. Jenny got to it first, she said. Hello. It was the same man. One more hour, he said, and he laughed and hung up. He said one more hour. What did he mean? asked Jenny. Don't worry, said Doreen. It's somebody fooling around. I'm scared, said Jenny. About 10.30, the telephone rang once more. When Doreen picked it up, the man said, Pretty soon now, and he laughed. Why are you doing this? Doreen screamed, and he hung up. Was it that guy again? asked Brian. Yes, said Doreen. I'm going to call the operator and complain. The operator told her to call him back if it happened again, and she would try to trace the call. At 11 o'clock, the telephone rang again. Doreen answered it. Very soon now, the man said as he laughed and hung up. Doreen called the operator. Almost at once, she called back. That person is calling from a telephone upstairs, she said. You better leave. I'll get the police. Just just then, a door opened upstairs. A man that they had never seen before started down the stairs toward them. As they ran from the house, he was smiling in a very strange way. A few minutes later, the police found him there and arrested him. Okay, our final story is a short one called The Girl Who Stood on a Grave. Some boys and girls were at a party one night. There was a graveyard down the street, and they were talking about how scary it was. Don't ever stand on a grave after dark, one of the boys said. The person inside will grab you and he'll pull you under. That's not true, one of the girls said. It's just a superstition. I'll give you a dollar if you stand on a grave, said the boy. A grave doesn't scare me, said the girl. I'll do it right now. The boy handed her his his knife. Stick the knife in one of the graves, he said. Then we'll know you were there. The graveyard was filled with shadows and was as quiet as death. There was nothing to be scared of, the girl told herself, but she was scared anyway. She picked out a grave and stood on it. Then quickly she bent over and plunged the knife into the soil, and she started to leave. But she couldn't get away. Something was holding her back. She tried a second time to leave, but she couldn't move. She was filled with terror. Something has got me, she screamed and fell on the ground. When she didn't come back, the others went to look for her. They found her body sprawled across the grave. Without realizing it, she had plunged the knife through her skirt and pinned it to the ground. She was on- It was only the knife that had held her. She had died of fright. This has been Creeped Out. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Um, I have mentioned this previously, but there are going to be a lot more episodes um, be appearing more because, you know. Um, I don't want to explain it a whole bunch because I did explain it in the last one. But in case you didn't listen to that one, I'm just going to be making more because I have more free time. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, rate five stars, subscribe, or I don't know what you do. But I know you can subscribe everywhere it's on. (laughs) But anyway, I hope you enjoyed.